0: Hello and welcome to Sleep Cove The podcast and YouTube channel To get a great night's sleep This episode Consists of some Bedtime stories From the children of Odin Continued from last week's episode And also A sleep hypnosis episode Where you can be guided To your safe And special place This week I was interviewed on the Spinal Crap Podcast, a podcast for people with spinal injuries. In that episode, I talked about how Sleep Cove came into existence. I also did a short hypnosis exercise, very similar to this episode, where you go to your safe and special place. As part of that episode, you're woken up at the end, and like this episode where you go to your safe and special place and fall asleep. If you would like to know more about Sleep Cove, go and check out Spinal Crap Podcast and leave a good review for them. I really enjoyed being on the show. I also talked about some of the personalised hypnotherapy I'm doing, where I'm helping people by providing them personalized recordings which they can listen to in their everyday lives if you're interested in this please don't hesitate to contact me on my email address at christopher at sleepcove.com it would be really good to know if you go off to your safe and special place and if you would like leave a review with the place you ended up in and i would love to know I'd love to give a big thank you to Amy, Juliana, Antonio, Becca, Laura and Miranda who have recently become Patrons on the Sleep Cove Patreon. Thank you so much. Odin's Children is sponsored by Natural CBD Sleep. Natural CBD Sleep combines the calming power of CBD with the sleep-supporting supplements melatonin, valerian root and chamomile to promote a full night's sleep. Natural CBD sleep is taken once daily just as you are ready to relax and fall asleep. They're so confident that natural CBD sleep will help you get a better night's sleep. They offer a 100% money back satisfaction guarantee. For Sleep Cove listeners get 50% off a monthly subscription when you go to naturalcbdsleep.com slash cove. Again, 50% off naturalcbdsleep.com .com/cove I'm finding that CBD is a fantastic supplement and if you want to add CBD into your lifestyle and want the benefits of added sleep please support the podcast by purchasing from Natural CBD Sleep Thank you very much Please do not listen to any sleep recording whilst driving or operating heavy machinery. Please listen in a place where you can safely go to sleep. And let's begin. If you would like to skip straight to the sleep hypnosis section, please go to 32 minutes and 10 seconds on your podcast app. Thank you. From the book Odin's Children Iduna and her apples, how Loki put the gods in danger. In Asgard there was a garden, and in that garden there grew a tree, and on that tree there grew shining apples. Thou knowst, O well-loved one, that every day that passes makes us older and brings us to that day when we will be bent, feeble, grey-headed and weak-eyed but those shining apples that grew in Asgard, they who ate them every day grew never a day older for the eating of the apples kept old age away. Oduna the Goddess Tended the tree on which the shining apples grew. None would grow on the tree unless she was there to tend to it. No one but Aduna might pluck the shining apples. Each morning she plucked them and left them in her basket. And every day the gods and goddesses came to her garden that they might eat the shining apples and so stay forever young. Iduna never went from her garden, all day and every day she stayed in the garden or in her golden house besides it, and all day and every day she listened to Braggy, her husband, tell a story that never had an end, oh but a time came When Adana and her apples were lost Asgard, and the gods and goddesses felt old age approach them, how all that happened shall be told thee, O well-beloved. Odin, the father of the gods, often went into the land of men to watch over their doings. Once he took Loki with him, Loki the doer of good and the doer of evil, for a long time they went travelling through the world of men. At last they came near Jotunheim, the realm of the giants. It was a bleak and empty region. There were no growing things there, not even trees with berries. There were no birds. There were no animals. As Odin, the father of the gods, and Loki, the doer of good and the doer of evil, went through this region, hunger came upon them, but in the land around they saw nothing they could eat, Loki running here and running there, came at last upon a herd of wild cattle, creeping upon them, he caught hold of a young bull and killed him, then he cut up, the meat into strips, he lightened a fire and put the meat on spits to roast, while the meat was being cooked, Odin, the father of the gods, a little way off sat thinking on the things he had seen in the world of men. Loki made himself busy, putting more and more logs on the fire, at last he called to Odin, and the father of the gods came and sat down near the fire to eat the meal. But when the meat was taken off the cooking spits, and when Odin went to cut it, he found that it was still raw. He smiled at Loki for thinking the meat was cooked, and Loki troubled that he had made a mistake, put the meat back and put more logs upon the fire. Again Loki took the meat off the cooking spits and called Odin to eat the meal. Odin, when he took the meat that Loki brought him, found that it was as raw as it had never been put upon the fire. Is this a trick of yours, Loki? he said. Loki was so angry at the meat being uncooked that Odin saw he was playing no tricks In his hunger he raged at the meat, and raged at the fire. Again he put the meat on the cooking spits, and put more logs on the fire. Every hour he could take up the meat, sure that it was now cooked, and every time he took it off, Odin would find the meat was as raw as the first time they took it off the fire. Now Odin knew that the meat must be under some enchantment by the giants. He stood up and went on his way, hungry but strong. Loki, however, would not leave the meat that he had put back on the fire. He would make it to be cooked, he declared, and he would not leave that place hungry. The dawn came, and he took up the meat again. As he was lifting it off the fire, he heard a whir of wings above his head. Looking up, he saw a mighty eagle, the largest eagle that ever appeared in the sky. The eagle circled round and round and came above Loki's head. Canst thou not cook thy food? the eagle screamed to him. I cannot cook it, said Loki, I will cook it for thee if thou wilt give me a share, screamed the eagle, come then and cook it for me, said Loki. The eagle circled round until he was above the fire, then flapping his great wings over it, he made the fire blaze and blaze. A heat that Loki had never felt before, came from the burning logs. In a minute he drew the meat from the spits, and found it was well cooked. My share, my share, give me my share, the eagle screamed at him. He flew down and seizing a large piece of meat, instantly devoured it. He seized on another piece. Piece after piece he devoured until it looked as Loki would be left with no meat for his meal. As the eagle seized on the last piece, Loki became angry indeed. Taking up the spit on which the meat had been cooked, he struck the eagle. There was a clang, as if he had struck some metal. The wood on the spit did not come away, it stuck to the breast of the eagle But Loki did not let go his hold on the spit, suddenly the eagle rose up in the air. Loki who held to the spit that was fastened to the eagle's breast was drawn up with him. Before he knew what had happened, Loki was miles and miles up in the air and the eagle was flying with him towards Jotunheim, the realm of the giants. They passed over the river that divides Jotunheim from Midgard, the world of men. And now Loki saw a terrible place beneath him, a land of ice and rock. Great mountains were there, and they lighted by neither sun nor moon, but by columns of fire thrown up now and again through cracks in the earth or out of the peaks of the mountains. Over a great iceberg the eagle hovered. Suddenly he shook the spit from his breast, and Loki fell down on the ice. The eagle screamed out to him, Thou art in my power at last, O thou most cunning of all dwellers in Asgard. The eagle left Loki there and flew within a crack in the mountain. Miserable indeed was Loki upon that iceberg. The cold was deadly. He could not die there, for he was one of the dwellers in Asgard, and death might not come to him that way. He might not die, but he felt bound to that iceberg with chains of cold. After a day his captor came to him, not as an eagle this time, but in his own form, Fiazze the Giant. Wilt thou leave thine iceberg, Loki, he said, and return to thy pleasant place in Asgard? Thou dost delight in Asgard, although only by one half dost thou belong to the gods. Thy father, Loki, was the wind-giant. Oh, that I might leave this iceberg, Loki said, with the tears freezing on his face. Thou'st my leave when thou showest thy ready to pay thy ransom to me, said theasi. Thou thou'lt will have to me the shining apples that Iduna keeps in her basket. I cannot get Iduna's apples for thee, theasi said Loki. Then stay upon the iceberg, said theasi, the giant. He went away and left Loki there with the terrible winds buffeting him as with blows of a hammer. When Thiasi came again and spoke to him about his ransom, Loki said, There is no way of getting the shining apples from Iduna. There must be some way, O cunning Loki, said the giant. Iduna, although she guards well the shining apples is simple-minded said loki it may be that i shall be able to get her to go outside the wall of asgard if she goes she will bring her shining apples with her for she never lets them go out of her hand except when she gives them to the gods and goddesses to eat make it so that she will go beyond the wall of asgard said the giant if she goes outside of the wall I shall get the apples from her. Swear by the world tree that thou would lure Edina beyond the wall of Asgard. Swear it, Loki, and I shall let thee go. I swear it by Yggdrasi, the world tree, and that I will lure Edina beyond the wall of Asgard, if thou wilt take me off this iceberg, said Loki. Then Thiasi changed himself into a mighty eagle, and taking Loki in his talons he flew with him over the stream that divides Jotunheim, the realm of the giants, from Midgard, the world of men. He left Loki on the ground of Midgard and Loki then went on his way to Asgard. Now Odin had already returned and he had told the dwellers in Asgard of Loki's attempt to cook the enchanted meat, all laughed to think that Loki had been left hungry for all his cunning. Then he came into Asgard looking so famished, they thought it was because Loki had had nothing to eat. They laughed at him more and more, and they brought him into the feast hall, and they gave him the best of foods with wine out of Odin's wine cup. When the feast was over, the dwellers in Asgard went to Adina's garden, as was their wont. There sat Adina on the golden house that opened on her garden. She had been in the world of men. Everyone who saw her would have remembered their own innocence. Seeing one who was so fair and good. She had eyes blue as the blue sky. And she smiled if she was remembering lovely things she had seen or heard. The basket of shining apples was beside her. To each god and goddesses Adina gave a shining apple, each one ate the apple given, rejoicing to think that they would never become a day older. Then Odin the father of the gods said that the runes that were always said in praise of Adina and the dwellers in Asgard went out of Adina's garden, each one going to his or her own shining house. All went except Loki, the doer of good and the doer of evil. Loki sat in the garden watching fair and simple Iduna. After a while she spoke to him and said, Why dost thou stay still here, wise Loki? To look well on thine apples, Loki said. I am wondering if the apples I saw yesterday are really as shining as the apples that are in thy basket. There are no apples in the world as shining as mine, said Adina. The apples I saw were more shining, said Loki. "Ay, and they smelled better, Iduna. Iduna was troubled at what Loki, who she deemed so wise, told her. Her eyes filled with tears that there might be more shining apples in the world than hers. Oh Loki, she said, it cannot be, no apples are more shining, and none smell so sweet as the apples I pluck off, the tree in my garden. Go then and see, said Loki, just outside Asgard is the tree that has the apples I saw, thou, Edana, dost never leave thy garden, And so thou dost not know what grows in the world. Go outside of Asgard and see. I will go, Loki, said Adana, the fair and simple. Adana went outside the wall of Asgard. She went to the place Loki had told her that the apples grew in. But as she looked this way and that way, Adana heard a whirr of wings above her. Looking up she saw a mighty eagle, the largest eagle that had ever appeared in the sky. She drew back towards the gate of Asgard. Then the great eagle swooped down. Uduna felt herself lifted up. And then she was being carried away from Asgard. Away, away, away over Midgard, where men lived. And away towards the rocks and snows of Jotunhelm. Across the river that flows between the world of men and the realm of the giants Edina was born. Then the eagle flew into a cleft in the mountain. And Iduna was left in a cavernous hall. Lightened by columns of fire that burst up from the earth. The eagle loosened his grip on Adina, and she sat down on the ground of the cavern. The wings and the feathers fell from him, and she saw her captor as a terrible giant. Oh, why have you carried me off from Asgard, and brought me to this place? Iduna cried. That I might eat your shining apples, Aduna, said the assy, the giant. That will never be, for I will not give them to you, said Aduna. Give me the apples to eat, and I shall carry you back to Asgard. No, no, that cannot be. I have been trusted with the shining apples, that I might give them to the gods only. Then I shall take the apples from you, said the the giant. He took the basket out of her hands and opened it. But when he touched the apples, they shriveled under his hands. He left them in the basket, and he sat the basket down, for he knew now that the apples would be no good to him unless Aduna gave them to him with her own hands. You must stay with me until you give me the shiny apples, he said to her. Then the poor Idina frightened. She was frightened of the strange cave. ...and frightened of the fire that kept bursting up out of the earth. And she was frightened of the terrible giant. But above all, she was frightened to think of the evil that would fall upon the dwellers in Asgard... ...if she were not there to give them the shining apples to eat. The giant came to her again, but still Iduna would not give him the shining apples... And there in the cave she stayed, the giant troubling her every day. And she grew more and more fearful as she saw in her dreams the dwellers in Asgard go to her garden. Go there and not even being given the shining apples. Feel and see a change coming over themselves and over each other. It was as Aduna saw it in her dreams. Every day the dwellers in Asgard went to her garden. Odin and Thor, Hodor and Baldur, Ty and Hamdal, Vidal and Vali, with Frigga, Freya, Nanna and Sif. There was no one to pluck the apples of their tree. And a change began to come over the gods and goddesses. They no longer walked lightly. Their shoulders became bent. Their eyes no longer were as bright as dewdrops. And they looked upon one another. They saw the change. Age was coming upon the dwellers in Asgard. They knew that the time would come when Frigga would be grey and old, when Sif's golden hair would fade, when Odin would no longer have clear wisdom and when Thor would not have strength enough to raise and fling his thunderbolts. And the dwellers in Asgard were saddened by this knowledge and it seemed to them that all brightness had gone from their shining city. Where was Iduna, whose apples would give back youth and strength and beauty to the dwellers in Asgard? The gods had searched for her through the world of men. No trace of her did they find, but now Odin, searching through his wisdom, saw a means to get knowledge of where Aduna was hidden. He summoned his two ravens, Hugin and Munin his ravens then flew through the earth and through the realm of the giants and they knew all things that were past and all things that were to come. He summoned Hugin and Munin and they came and one sat on his right shoulder and the other sat on his left shoulder and they told him deep secrets. They told him of the Asi, and of his desire for the shiny apples, that the dwellers in Asgard ate, and of Loki's deception of Edona, the fair and simple. What Odin learnt from his ravens was told in the Council of the Gods. Then Thor the Strong went to Loki, and laid hands upon him. When Loki found himself in the grip of the strong god, he said, What wouldst thou with me, O Thor? I would hurl thee into a chasm in the ground, and strike thee with my thunder, said the god. It was thou who didst bring it about that Adina went from Asgard. O Thor, said Loki, do not crush me with thy thunder. Let me stay in Asgard. I will strive to win Iduna back. The judgment of the gods, said Thor, is that thou, the Cunning One, shalt go to Juttenhelm, and by thy craft win Iduna back from the giants. Go or else I shall hurl thee into a chasm and crush thee with my thunder. I will go, said Loki. From Frigga, the wife of Odin, Loki borrowed the dress of falcon feathers that she owned. He clad himself in it and flew to Jotunhelm in the form of a falcon. He searched through Jotunhelm until he found the Theassi's daughter, Skadi. He flew before Skadi and he let the giant maid catch him and hold him as a pet. One day the giant maid carried him into a cave where Aduni the fair and simple was held. When Loki saw Aduni there he knew the part of his quest was ended. Now he had to get Iduna out of Jotunheim, and away to Asgard. He stayed no more with the giant maid but flew up into the high rocks of the cave. Skadi wept for the flight of her pet. But she ceased to search and to call and went away from the cave. Then Loki, the doer of good and the doer of evil, flew to where Edana was sitting and spoke to her. Edana, when she knew that one of the dwellers in Asgard was near, wept with joy. Loki told her what she was to do by the power of a spell was given to him he was able to change her into the form of a sparrow but before she did this she took the shining apples out of her basket and flung them into the places where the giants would never find them Scaddy coming back to the cave saw the falcon fly out with the sparrow beside him She cried out to her father, and the giant knew that the falcon was Loki, and the sparrow was Iduna. He changed himself into the form of a mighty eagle. By this time, sparrow and falcon were out of sight, but the knowing he could make better flight than they, flew towards Asgard. Soon he saw them. They flew with all the power they had, but the great wings of the eagle brought him nearer and nearer to them. The dwellers in Asgard standing on the wall saw the falcon and the sparrow with the great eagle pursuing them. They knew who they were, Loki and Iduna and Thiassi in pursuit. As they watched the eagle, winging nearer, and nearer, the dwellers in Asgard were fearful that the falcon and the sparrow would be caught upon and that Iduna would be taken away again by Thiasse. They lighted great fires upon the wall, knowing that Loki would find a way through the fires, bringing Iduna with him, but that Thiasse would not find a way. The falcon and the sparrow Fled towards the fires. Loki went between the flames and brought Iduna with him. And Thiasi coming up to the fires and finding no way through. Beat his wings against the flames. He fell down from the wall. And the death that came to him afterwards was laid to Loki. Thus Iduna was brought back to Asgard. Once again she sat in the golden house. That opened to her garden, and once again she plucked the shining apples off the tree she tended, and once again she gave them to the dwellers in Asgard. And the dwellers in Asgard walked lightly again, and brightness came into their eyes and into their cheeks. Age no more approached them, youth came back, light and joy. Were again in Asgard. Sleep Hypnosis for your safe and special place is sponsored by HelloFresh. They're the UK's leading recipe box company, delivering fresh, pre portioned ingredients for great tasting recipes straight to your door during what is a difficult time for everyone particularly the most vulnerable. The team at HelloFresh have been working around the clock to provide fresh food to as many people as they can across the country. With 20 delicious recipes to choose from each week, you can break away from the routine of cooking the same old recipes on repeat – we all do it – and cook easy to follow recipes that everyone will enjoy. Whether it's a quick and simple recipe you're after or something for the family, HelloFresh has recipes to suit every mood and taste, and if you fancy making a meal of it, you can also add extras to your box, like handmade bread, goo desserts and lovely bottles of wine. Everything you need to cook and enjoy delicious homemade meals from the comfort of home. Delivered. HelloFresh. Dinner is solved. we are going to do some hypnosis for relaxation and take you to a special place, we're going to be talking about relaxing different parts of the body and taking deep breaths, if you can't do this absolutely no problems, just do what you can and what you are able to, If you're worried about any of this exercise, please feel free to skip or talk to your doctor beforehand. There may be instructions to move around, but all this is done in your mind's eye. I want you to put yourself into a comfortable position and take some deep comfortable breaths in through your nose and exhale out. you may feel that this is your time, the time for you to enjoy and relax here and now, where there are no pressures from the outside world, this time is just for you. please feel free to take a few deep breaths in, slowly in and a relaxed breath out, breathe in and breathe out and with each breath that you take and with each word that is uttered, perhaps you can feel your body relaxing more and more, this is a safe place just for you, there is nothing more important for your mind to relax. And we're going to your special place in a while, we don't have to rush to get there, we're going to get there in due course, this time is just for you, you can focus on this, you can leave at any time for anything that needs attention. But remember, this is just for you. If you would like, you can put your hand on your stomach and the other hand on your chest and concentrate that the stomach is moving slowly in and out as you breathe and that you're not breathing through the upper chest or the shoulders because short sharp breaths can cause anxiety but deep stomach breathing can lead to relaxation. you can relax every part of your body like you have done when you have listened to my voice, and it keeps becoming less important to you consciously as you listen to my voice. Your subconscious mind can even hear if I whisper. You are continuing to drift into a more peaceful place and a peaceful state. You examine in your own mind's eye the feelings, sensations, strengths and behaviours you didn't even know you had. You were better than you ever thought or imagined, at the same time you feel like letting go completely your own mind is becoming more peaceful at your own pace, just when you feel it is ready you continue becoming more relaxed and comfortable as you lie with your eyes closed, as you experience that deepening comfort. You don't have to move or talk or let anything bother you. Your own inner mind can respond automatically to everything I tell you. Or it can respond to anything you want to reflect on in meditation. And you will be pleasantly surprised with your continuous progress. You are getting much closer to a deep, peaceful relaxation. Soon you are going to feel relaxation all across your body, where you can imagine your head. And the muscles relaxing from the top of your head, down to the tips of your toes, relaxing your face, head, shoulders, back, arms, hips, legs and feet, drifting down into a deep relaxing sleep deeper and more comfortable. You know that when you relax, now you forget all of your troubles. There is nothing like relaxing and taking some time just for you. Relaxation is the place where your body repairs and regenerates. It is the time for all worries to leave your mind and just concentrate on relaxing, as you know where you are sitting or lying is so comfortable. You know that this is your sanctuary just for now, it is just for you and for your regeneration, we are going to a special place, and safe place, where no negative thoughts will be present, any worries, anxiety, they've all gone now, disappearing like a balloon, floating away. And the more you listen to this, the easier it is to relax in this place, and have peaceful night's sleep. And your mind is just concentrated on relaxing, and you descend into peace now. Being at peace is the most natural thing in the world. Any background noises can be ignored, and you can use this as time just to relax for you now. When you listen to my voice, you know that relaxation is coming. if you can move your body to the most comfortable place for you this time is just for you, just for you any worries that you have are gone now, all anxieties have gone and you would not perhaps want to go into hypnosis too quickly. you are here to enjoy a pleasant and relaxing experience. you find yourself by a stream now and it feels more real. Than you can imagine. It's such a peaceful and tranquil place. And you go up to the boat. And you sit or lie down in the boat, depending on your preference. And you begin to wind yourself peacefully along the stream, it could even feel like you are floating, or even flying. You hear the water trickle in the brooks as you float along. And you look up and you look at the sky and it's so beautiful and blue. and you feel so relaxed as you sink down into the boat, your subconscious going deeper and deeper and this is the place where relaxation feels amazing. and your confidence in your subconscious and you feel amazing in your body. And you look at the stream as you drift past and the water is so relaxing, the sounds, the feelings, the sensations, your mind is flowing to the sea of peace where you know that peace will be discovered and encountered and the feelings of relaxation go across your body. As this peaceful feeling washes down your body, you feel totally at ease, you feel more relaxed than you have imagined. Up ahead in the stream, you see five small dips, very gentle, very gentle dips and you realise when you go down each dip you will feel more deeply relaxed than you have done before. And you go down the first dip and you feel more and more relaxed And deeper, relaxed, and you go down the second dip, gently going down the stream, and you feel even better. And then you go down the third dip, and it feels amazing, and you feel so relaxed maybe more relaxed than you've ever felt, and down the second dip, and now the last dip, an overwhelming feeling of peace and calm washes away at your body, feeling safe and at ease, you are totally in a good place now it feels so wonderful. and now a stream reaches an inlet and you float on the large body of water. this is the sea of serenity where you feel so peaceful and calm, and you soon know that you will be moving into your special place, and the boat slowly goes near the beach, a pebbly beach, and gently banks on the beach and in the distance, you feel you can go now to your special place, and you get off your boat, and you let your mind drift, and you go to the best place for you now, it's so beautiful, your special place is all for you now, all on your own, it can be a place in nature, it can be water or forest, or an open space, or a small tranquil space, it is the just the best place for you now. It may be a place that you have been before, a place you have read about, or even a place you have dreamed about, but everything about your favourite place is just how you want it to be. It feels so good, and you decide to explore it. it feels so amazing so comfortable so serene and so peaceful as you explore your special place after a while you sit down and rest and at any time you want to you can go back to the special place and revisit it, it's perfect just for you and take some time to enjoy it now.